0: Hey everybody, Tim Fraser here, Murdoch Music Podcast, episode number 27. Thank you so much for downloading. It is May the 4th when I'm recording this, uh, May the 5th when you're listening to this, or later if you come to the show, uh, not the day that it comes out. So happy May the 4th, May the 4th be with you. Uh, Hopefully you make some sort of nerdy Star Wars reference or watch one of the movies or put up a meme online or something like that uh, to, uh, I don't know, celebrate, I guess you can say. Uh, On today's episode is part one of the Monsters of Schlock. Tanya and I were able to sit down with them the boys were in town for a uh, shock stock 2015 a couple weeks ago in London which is a big horror convention and DVD trade show uh, so that that was a couple weeks ago we sat down with them in a hotel room late at night and talked for a, a really long time so we're going to cut this into two parts because I don't think uh, any of you would sit through the whole thing uh, maybe not maybe that's not true maybe you would but ...to make it easier for everybody involved. We're going to split it up into a couple of parts. So part one today, Monsters of Schlock. Uh, these guys are a two-man circus f- magic show, freak show, extreme stunt, extravaganza. Uh, wonderful guys. I uh, I bring them into the college every year. Uh, head on over to MonstersofSchlock.com. They do have a couple of shows coming up this week, the week that uh, these episodes are going live. So May 9th, they're going to be in Guelph. And then May 10th, uh, they're uh, playing in Niagara Falls. So if you're looking for tickets, go to MonstersofSchlock.com... Uh, schlock is S C H L O C K. So www.mastersofschlock.com, and we're going to get into the episode right now. Uh, so thanks again for downloading, everybody. Keep going back to murdochmusic.com. Follow me on the Twitters and the Instagram at murdochmusicmgt. And here comes a theme song.
1: Murdoch Music.
0: That's the best intro we're going to get, is the slurping beer and that. Um,
2: Ugh, embarrassing. Oh,
0: yeah. oh, hello. And, now we're, and now we're touching. Those of you um, in podcast land. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if this was a visual podcast, you... Uh, Maybe it should be. Yeah, I know. I thought about that. Yeah. Well, it's off to a thrilling start. <laughs> um, yeah. Hi. These guys are going to make it this...
3: <laughs> 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 All
2: right, well, welcome to. The, there you go. You uh, know, you host. Where are we? <clears throat> our
4: palatial suite at the Station, Station, Park. Park. Station
2: Park Hotel here in downtown London, Ontario, Canada.
4: View uh, of the
0: forest. 519
2: rock. 519 roll. You can call it time.
0: <laughs> Hi. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, we are here. Orbax and Pepper. Monsters of Schlock.
2: <laughs> woo oh, yeah. woo! Let's round out. of applause! Let's Let's
0: round. Round. Yay. Yay!
5: Will you give out your real names?
2: Orbax and Pepper. Well, I'm the Great Orbax and that's Sweet Pepper Kolpak. I love it.
5: Your given names?
2: <laughs> Chris. Yeah, I gave him the name Sweet Pepper Clopeck and he <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> gave me the Great Are Christian names? Yeah, because uh, right. go cho- choke Jesus' dick at that point. Yeah. <laughs> fuck him.
4: I don't need those names. <laughs>
0: Uh, fair enough. Off the rails, so going, well, yeah. All right, yeah. <laughs> 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 went off the rails real they quick. Do
5: not like that question. <laughs> no, we no, don't have
2: any problem with it. The uh, it's one of those things. It's like I've been Orbax now longer than I was my human
0: name. Ooh, I know mm-hmm. it.
4: And it's one of those things too. People are always like, I know your name. It's like, well, if you were my friend, you'd call me what I liked, ah, yeah. yeah. uh, instead yeah. of just being a cunty douche that was trying to. Because <laughs> we've had that before. Where people are like me, me, me. It's like, well, yeah, you're you're cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So
5: you're Chosen names. Exactly. And how yes. did you arrive at your chosen names?
4: Me or you? Go for it. Well, I was in a band called the Klopex. Yeah. That turned into legendary Clopex because we we're the greatest punk rock band of all time.
3: Mm.
4: So um, I used to, well, I've had diarrhea for almost 40 years now because <laughs> I eat a lot of hot stuff and uh, eat a lot of hot peppers and hot sauces. So I, the nickname Pepper stuck.
3: Yeah.
4: And then I got a, a fan mail addressed to Sweet Pepper one time. I thought that was funny. So it stuck. Hmm. And since we're like the Ramones, everybody had the last name Klopek. Since Sweet Pepper Klopek just kind of. Uh...
2: was born.
0: Yeah, pretty
4: yeah. much.
5: And so the Great Orbacks.
2: Yes, I'm in no way in any sort of trademark or restricted legislation uh, <laughs> <laughs> issue with the uh, cat medication of the same name. And that's just come from a totally two separate places.
5: I've not heard of this. What's the cat medication for?
2: Uh, for constipation and uh, blocked irritable bowel in uh, Kent.
5: So we have one with diarrhea and another <laughs> one named after oh, a medication. Odd for thing
4: that is an It's yeah. weird. Eh? It's almost like we're brothers.
0: Weird.
5: Very fecal brothers. Fecal brothers.
4: That's so good.
0: It
2: is good. <laughs> <laughs> so but anyway yeah. we're here at the Multi <laughs> Station Park Hotel. <laughs> we're here uh, this weekend for Shock Stop.
0: Shockstock twenty fifteen. We you just need a uh,
2: VHS swap meet. Is that, that is that
0: exactly what is what that's yeah. what it's the the VHS swap meet?
2: Yeah, it's fantastic because I don't know about uh, other human beings. I know he was the same way. Where mm. it's one of those things where it's like it's good, right? If I get a yeah, no, click a, it, click away. Where I love VHS right horror movies, and uh, I have like two hundred or two hundred fifty of them in my house that I never really watch that much now because. It's just a uh, simply constantly degrading format. Because they're shit. Yeah. <laughs> so play it, it actually kind of destroys it even just to play it. Yeah. Um, but uh, uh, it became a thing in Vogue. I don't know if it was part of hipsterism or part of uh, uh, this constant turn back to retro as a thing. Yeah but Hipster, uh, hipsterism yeah, yeah. it's yeah. awful it's, it's like VHS
4: like, cassette tapes suck Yeah, yes. and now cassettes are cool it's like no they're not it's a shitty format yeah. it's now garbage and VHS like, has
2: become a thing again right so it, it's but, easy to
4: romanticize about it because it
2: was cool when you got like the third or fourth generation bootleg of guinea pig and you wanted to right. because sure. yeah, you yeah, thought it was yeah, a snuff yeah. movie but at the same time too one or Faces of Death or something yeah. right but at the same time too it's one of those things where it's like I love, uh, you know, one of my big laments about any of the the, the modern generation of like uh, digital media is the lack of a Jesus Christ, Mark. You know, make the place smell like dope more. <laughs> Fucking Christ! <laughs> is the uh, the the lack of like actual like. Uh, like holdable materials, right? I know you're the whole thing with uh, hundred and twenty eight grams of vinyl now or whatever the huh. thing is. Where it's like, you know, the used to get like a like a, a VHS clamshell box. Right. And it was a box. It was like an actual thing. You'd open up there'd be art on the the wraparound there. Mm-hmm. Sometimes there'd be art inside. Sometimes you know a guy named art. And other times <laughs> you'd like you'd read the act and I would be that fucking nerd who would uh, sorry, pardon my friend. Oh, don't dad, worry about that. Who would actually like can, yeah, can we swear like, on this?
0: Because we swear. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, good. Running time. I wouldn't have like, had you on if, I could, if you didn't it, swear. No, all right, fuck right. you, Tim.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's like, going <laughs> get you more hits I see put up. <laughs> so we, we, one of those things where it was like, and I'd be the one who reads the running time. It's like, oh, 93 minutes or Oh, 89 minutes, and surprisingly, all the movies I watch were literally between eighty nine and ninety three minutes. But like, I'd be all over every single part of it. Yeah. That's a fantastic thing. But when you put that thing in a VCR, and watch it on TV, it looks like shit. Yeah, it's oh, yeah, how like brutal! Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's part of the fun of it.
4: But I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was fun when I was ten, but now just give me the DVD. Well,
2: and here's the give other... me the
4: same art. I can look at the art online. Like, true enough. I love. But, I'm the same with you. I love reading all the credits. I read every like when I buy a CD or vinyl, I yeah. read every word of it
2: but i also but want to think, the, i want the, to be able to watch the, it
4: 5 years and not be shit well it's yeah, yeah. the whole
2: thing is that you you put it's like putting something on why well, i mean on like a really machine is that's putting not something shit on magnetic too magnetic tape yeah. it's on a, a indefensibly degradable yeah, uh, format there's no way that that's ever going uh, to it, it can't maintain itself yeah. into the future right so is that uh, part of the interest in, it, in that it's on a uh, unifiably defeatist medium where it, I don't know, uh, but no, it, it just it, 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 I wish like, I wish. give a sound
4: effect from your rolling
2: I was gonna say
0: I wish the podcast could capture the high roll that just happened.
2: Like, <laughs> but I mean it is on a medium that in itself is not going to last, right?
4: Yes. That's it's like, why it's shit. <laughs> oh,
2: <laughs> Next
4: sometimes
5: when you go back though, what you're watching is not the same. So, even though it's the same medium, you watch the same movie again, you're like, oh shit, that's not the same way that it was when I was like 14. It's not yeah. as good anymore. Sometimes it ruins it to go
2: back. I guess I mean, I've, had, I mean, I've, had a, I've had
0: a number of films completely ruined from, uh, from well, when I was. I mean, I guess I can
2: speak to that. that, that like the, uh, I, the, I have to
4: interrupt here. The,
0: can you please give us an example of one
4: that was awesome when you were younger and then shit now?
0: The Dolph Lundgren Masters of the Universe. No. Oh
2: my god. Can you actually give us an example of one that was good then? Though? When
0: like, I was, yeah. Bad, no? Well, okay, I'm, And to go back to my baby. original joke,
2: I was going to say, well, I guess I understand because on the 37th rewatching of Josie and the Pussycats, <laughs> I started to find some plot line inconsistencies, <laughs> but you go ahead <laughs> instead of interrupting that original fantastic joke, which was so good back then. <laughs> it's good if I do
3: Yeah. <laughs>
0: no, I mean, because I, I first saw the He-Man movie when I think I was seven. So at the time, it was... That's fantastical and and amazing. And then uh, when I was uh, working at at Sunrise, when the the DVD boom started coming in, we got it. And I was like, holy shit, I have not seen this fucking movie in 12 years. This is going to be the best day of my life and did you watch um, be like i am returning, i'm the worst that is not- i just wasted can i get those 75 minutes of yeah. my life back and nope it, you did, can't uh, it's awful what,
2: what character did you like did you love the new character blade who was when i was a kid He-Man absolutely guy, got extra knives now for some reason it's when
0: like- i when i was a kid blade was wicked um oh I yeah mean, well, what's the name of the the actor who played the police steve chief steve? steve yeah sure he was like he's that guy that's just he's in like everything. He's just one of those actors. But I thought he was great when I was a kid. Steve but he's terrible. I don't know. Hi. Listen to that.
3: <laughs> <laughs> um,
5: that could just be the end of the podcast. The yeah, Sound I would just of a motorcycle fuck it. Outside. Yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's oh, the that's George Pepper's George eye Moore. roll. <laughs> 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 um. Did you? I mean, uh, you said, like, give me the DVD. You're, so you're not one of those purists that wants the Blu ray. Sorry? Super HD. <laughs> Fair You enough. said you're not
2: one of the purists who wants the actual, like, Blu ray Blu
0: ray stuff. Like, DVD's good. Fine. For all of those of yeah. you in uh, podcast find, uh, land, Pepper is deaf. I've been deaf. Hitting the head a lot.
4: I'm right. kind of deaf, and I'm pretty sure I'm partially blind as well. So it's like, I don't know. Blu ray DVD's all. It's stuff. just not, as long as it's
0: not VHS. Exactly. <laughs>
4: If I can put it, leave it on a shelf and watch it in 20 years and it's going to be the same thing, I'm happy. Here's my Mm. issue
2: with the VHS. I like the fact that it's degrading just because I like that the things that I'm watching fall apart and die. But (laughs) my bigger issue with it is I can't chapter forward or reverse. No shit. Yeah, absolutely. not, please be kind, rewind. Go fuck yourself. I can't rewind this. Like, it's...
4: Because I'm even like, I'm a music nerd, Hmm. but I know track numbers now. I don't know song titles anymore. I'm like, that's track six. Yeah. That's track seven. And I become like, I can't wait for fucking anything. I watch everything in DVR. I fast forward to the commercial. I need instant gratification.
0: Yeah. Fast forward through credits of shows if you're watching them on Netflix. Yeah, yeah, yeah we man. do that Just all like, the time now. Watch it yeah. once, and then I'm so
4: kind of like, eh, fuck it. Well, you know can you imagine be- fast forwarding through a, a, a tape? It would drive me nuts.
2: Well, you know what? There's key grips out there who are waiting for their time to shine. And by you <laughs> fast forwarding through that, you're shit like on them, the best boy, the mainline caterers, <laughs> the uh, film stock providers. Fuck key grips. Fuck Key well, Grips. I did it. Hashtag.
0: <laughs> Sorry,
2: Key Grips. Hashtag fuck Key Grips. Yeah. Hashtag shock sock 20. It's my knuckle rocker. <laughs>
4: oh, it
0: almost fit. Key Grips. Key Grip.
2: You can just put a picture of a key.
0: Never. Yeah.
2: Okay.
0: Um, so, other than Josie and the Pussycat Dolls, what are the movies? What are the VHS tapes that you probably did wear out? Well,
2: the ones that I did wear out were Josie and the Pussycats, because that's the name of the actual movie. Oh, and God. Josie and the Pussycat Dolls is not a real thing. But For the record, that- <laughs> though, I did
0: go see
4: Girlicious, which was a spinoff of the Pussycat Dolls. Fair enough. Yes, yeah, it was that was a fantastic was show. Yes. The
2: Pussycat Dolls were a uh, modern day sort of. Uh,
0: I remember that. Yes. Do you? The, the Pussycat Dolls?
2: Okay. Yeah, yeah. No, I'll just put it out there. They were hot. <laughs> they were something. Yeah. The, N- uh, Nicole
0: Schlesinger. Oh, that's yeah. the
2: one. <laughs> By a vowel. don't
5: you wish your boyfriend was as... no yes. your girlfriend was as hot as me that's yes. what I was,
2: that was yeah that was a freak like me, I believe which is a great segue into what we do don't ladies and oh, gentlemen I'm the go. great Orbex <laughs> my brother Sweet Pepper <laughs> Klopek we're yeah. the monsters of the Schlock the world's most extreme two man circus side show comedy magic extravaganza. we're professional freaks who travel all over the world 15 Guinness World Records between the two of us literally right now laying in a pile on the floor here in our hotel room because we travel with frames <laughs> 24 oh per second God. sometimes <laughs> over being filmed
3: <laughs> <laughs> Twenty
2: five point nine nine. If we're being recorded digitally for television transfer,
0: sure, sure. Why not? Yeah, why not? Um,
2: Do you remember
5: your first show together?
2: <laughs>
3: yep.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my! Good, uh, vividly.
2: Yeah, yeah. We were playing a show with a, a band, I believe, called the Eggmen. What? The Eggers. The Egg Extravaganza. <laughs> Egg. Legendary Klopex, which is the greatest punk rock band of all time. Thank you. Um, <laughs> the Matadors, which have oh yeah now, I played still with them. Well, they still keep good, going. Yeah, played with them yeah. back in the day. day. Yeah. Um, and were the heat scores on that one or no? Oh, <laughs> played with those guys too.
4: I can't remember because you're almost dying. Kind of overshadowed most of the other. Uh, yeah,
2: see in that show, I almost died. So that was a whole thing. So that would have been 2003 or 2004 I don't we're know. I'm trying to think. A long about it time ago. And, uh, so that was your
0: first show with the together, fire yeah. accident. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. It oh. Was the uh, fire? In well, which technically, I his died.
4: Tweed was.
2: I guess. Well, this is the first show we actually tried. We put together official, as, like, like a us real show. A show. The other together. was just a shit show. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Um... Yeah, so, and I mean, like, to call it a fire accident really overshadows the fact that it was a fact somebody set me on fire. Yeah, it was an right. attempted fire but, murder. Okay. Yeah, really, attempted. By a guy named Marty, mm-hmm. who was trying
4: to kill Orbax.
2: But, in the end, what came from it was I was horribly burned. From about the middle of my sternum up entirely covering my face and part of my arms. But the worst uh, part
4: was Marty was really upset that he had to watch uh, that happen, even though he almost killed him. Yeah, that tough. he was very upset that he had to witness that himself. Well, he mentioned that
2: to me six months after the fact. That uh, was the first upsetting. time he contacted me to let me know that uh, he was upset. Mm-hmm. But he was
0: upset because he had to watch it. Yeah. Oh, good for him.
2: Sorry. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, so I was on fire. Uh, I got third degree burns to 11% of my body. I was in the Hamilton Burn Ward for 10 days in the hospital, and then home nursed for uh, two months or so afterwards. Almost three. Yeah, because I end up... Because so much of my head had been burned, that was kind of... Uh, I mean, you know, I, well, Tim, you know, like, we're Wolverines. We heal pretty fucking fast. Yeah, it's
0: um, pretty shocking, actually.
2: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, uh, but the big issue is a newspaper that's sold by homeless people in London, England, but... What had happened to my ears. The big <laughs> thank issue you, Mark. there. The big uh, thank you. All right, so the big the issue, issue there was I'd burned the front and back of them. Right. And it's funny because, like, when you burn a big section of your arm, uh, you have a big region of, of scar tissue. Mm-hmm. But on your ears, like, you burn both sides. So you've got this really small, uh, sustainable system of, like, your skin. Where you've got a lot of blood flow into it, but not a lot of cells to kind of regrow. Right. So I would have this thing where I'd like roll over on my head, and because I was still like scabbed in the front and back of my ears, it would like break open in the night and I'd bleed all through my pillow and all that. Mm-hmm. So that was the bigger part of the long term stuff with that. Um, it hit me like an inch above my eyes. So I had the, well, okay, well, I guess I should actually explain what happened. Mm, yeah. uh, we're doing a, um, uh, a tip. back then I was like, Pretty hardcore King of Fire, doing crazy giant like fireball blows, uh, doing like like actual fire transfers, uh, not stuff you see strippers do, like stuff you'd see a fat ugly guy do, right? <laughs> so, but like pretty <laughs> elaborate stuff. I did like the flames on the head, transfers off the arms, and like do the uh, circular breathing. So you have the, the coming up fire off your tongue and transferring right. into flames, whatever. Um, so we were doing a center block and a bed of nails broke it once, and then like step it up a notch. Cinderblock and a bed of nails, light on fire. Right. I still feel bad because you're like, it's a close picture. I mean, we gotta, we gotta amp it up. We gotta raise the bar. But it was also one of those things too, where it was right in the middle of the period where I kind of just started performing, like as a solo, like like stage entertainer. Right. Mm-hmm. Maybe year two earlier was kind of doing like small stuff. Started moving into doing. Um, interstitial bits in between bands and at events and kind of as like a a crossover um Act mm. in between acts, right? Yeah, but so while well, like, they're go, doing go, band you go, you go changeover go like, yeah, and exactly, stuff like right? that, to some And then, yeah, so yeah, then, yeah. when you get to 10, 20 minutes, or in the case of a lot of uh, shitty bands, like 45 minutes where nothing's going on, it oh, gives people an actual opportunity, like while they're clearing mm. stage, Some I would do something Asshole between, right?
0: drummers taking each cymbal off of his stand. Yeah, right.
5: So, this is at a music venue. So yeah. Happening. Yeah.
2: And it was kind of interesting, too, because it was like kind of just post the Jim Rose kind of stuff. Maybe maybe five years after that, and kind of before like now.
0: Jim Rose for those out there is they traveling sideshow. Yeah, Jim show? Rose circus sideshow, which yes. was kind
2: of the he was the the guy who brought like the the, the traditional freak show stuff to kind of like that. I don't yeah, know, rock lack and of, roll, of yeah, yeah. rock and roll right. environment mid nineties kind of. Kind yeah. of uh, mm-hmm. um, and I mean now it's it's pretty common to have like burlesque magic sideshow mm-hmm. anywhere, yeah. but you got to remember this was ten years ago, right? And Yeah, and we're in a country where that's not part of our cultural history. Mm -hmm. It's like, you go over to England, you go over to Europe, and it's like, all of a sudden, the stuff that we're doing is old hat over there. Just because, I mean, that's... People have been watching that stuff for the last 50 years. Well, 200 years over there, right? So, you know, to say I'm a (laughs) trailblazer... First positions and... and, (laughs) To say I'm a trailblazer is probably (laughs) incorrect. I mean... The word hero comes to mind. <laughs> yeah. which I think on the
5: blaze part of that.
2: Yeah. Yeah. A hero yeah, so, is probably
1: really I've I've been ignoring your
2: Chi Chong four twenty Hitler's birthday jokes, but the, uh, I think she was me anymore. That you set on fire, blaze. Oh, jeez! Yeah. I yeah. just went directly yeah. to dark yeah. over in the corner. This is awesome. Yeah. Uh, I'm stuck
4: on Tleo brazers personally.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I like tilapia. <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> but yeah,
2: so uh, it, the first I the It was just an interesting time to be alive and <laughs> do this stuff. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, so we did this. We were doing this. These bits in between, and. Um, Meta nails lit cinder block on fire. And what had happened was Marty had lit the, uh, while my assistant was pouring the fluid onto my, the, the brick that was on my chest, uh, she was pouring it and Marty lit it while she was pouring it. So what happened was all the vapors and the Coleman fluid instantly went up. Yeah, into the the receptacle she was pouring from. Yeah, and all of the flaming <laughs> fire fluid flew down and fucking smacked me right in the face. Right, so now not only am I in the middle of a vapor fire, I've got liquid burning on burning skin. petrol on me yeah. on my skin, yeah. and hit me right in the face. Right, put my arm up to cover it, because it was weird. Because it's like it just it was it, and it, it's funny because I always feel super corny talking about it. Because it's like, it, it, at this point, you know, you do it in every interview and you talk about it constantly. It seems can like you play some dram- dramatic music, Tim? <laughs> oh, absolutely. Don't worry. I can put that in post.
0: Sad Hulk music, actually. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking.
2: <laughs> Fantastic. And cue the David Banner walking down the street? Yeah, yeah. But uh, it is, uh, which apparently they, they well, here we
3: <laughs> <can say> <laughs> I mean, Gets, bogus, focus, okay. focus, focus, focus. <laughs> it's a long walk <laughs> for a short story. Bruce
2: So the, uh, but yeah, it, it was. It's, it feels always like hokey talking about this, but it was this weird, vivid recollection of looking out and only seeing the orange, because mm. all I could see was fire, <laughs> right? And then hearing somebody scream. And I'm like, fucking, who is screaming? I'm trying to figure out what to do. Mm. Yeah. I'm trying to put yourself out. And then realizing that the person I heard screaming was myself. Mm while your like secondary or primordial brain or whatever is trying to figure out what to actually is going through the clicks of like because i've watched it back since in video and it's probably only like 30 seconds that i'm on fire for but in my brain i can i can i can totally picture that like it was two minutes of being like okay like try to put this out try to roll off try to do whatever who's screaming why are you screaming everything's orange jesus my balls itch and then just being like but this whole thing and then Somebody put me out. I don't know. If it was a shirt. Or somebody poured something on me, whatever. I got back up on you? stage. No, I was standing around like this. <laughs> <laughs> His mouth's open. I was, uh, and so, and then I got up back on stage. And I, thank you, ladies and gentlemen, I greater wack. Good night. Grab my stuff. Went to my Such friend's room. Right? Such a pro, right? Such a pro. Well, because I hadn't gotten into shock yet. Yeah. One of my friends, was like, we have to go to the hospital. Grab my stuff got about halfway up the stairs and started to go into shock. And yeah. that's when Mike came over with yeah. the camera. We
4: took over and we got him outside, walked him upstairs, sat him down, waited for the ambulance. And he was in this weird state of just kind of like coming out of the shock. And he was like, and everybody's panicking. I was just like, it's cool. Like, yeah. fuck off. You know, let's let him sit here. And uh, our base players filming at the time. And he's like, let me see. Let me see. And we're like, no, no, it's, it's <laughs> cool. Just wait for the ambulance. You're good, buddy. He's like, I want to see it. And it was crazy because he had the viewfinder on the camera and he turned it around and he was staring at himself. And as he was, his face literally went like, uh, like it was, his whole face was melting off. It was the craziest thing I've ever seen. (laughs) And he's like, oh, I was like, okay, good. He's still in shock. It was a fucking ambulance. It was nuts. And he was so calm though. And we stood him up and got him in the ambulance and then we had to go do the rest of the show.
1: Oh my god! He finished sake. the
4: show. Yeah, way to steal the scene, this guy.
3: Yeah.
4: <laughs> he had to make. He had to make that fifty bucks. right? I'm like, well, we paid him really good because he almost died.
2: Oh my yeah.
4: god! Let's give him all the money. But we we left and uh, which the, is a
2: lesson I've taken to heart. The, the times I've tried to kill you, I didn't do well. Too. The uh,
4: the matterers went on right after. We went to the hospital with him. I'm like, okay, he wanted to make it seem like it was part of the show. Yeah. So they get up. there like, ladies and gentlemen. The Great Orvax, <laughs> And they started playing, and people were, like, crying. And it was in a basement of this, like, it was a dingy bar downstairs, so the whole place smelled like burning flesh. The place
2: was an old public swimming pool that had been, like, oh. paved over, so it was, like, a walk down and, like, only one other walkway Yeah, out, it and just it reeked was... of, like, death. Is the venue still like, around? Burning hot dogs. and no, oh, I don't, so don't good. think so. Yeah.
5: So was this your show together? Like you were like yeah. doing this together? Yeah.
2: So okay. well, they were well, headlining, and I was doing the interstitial thing. Oh, okay.
3: For the
4: record, though, we came back and fucking killed it that night. Yeah, God, yeah. we killed it. And it I had so two
2: good. sweet jokes when I went to the emergency <laughs> ward. So one of them, I was able to go in, and, uh, and I was like, "I got a I I got him a sign like, "Are you okay? Are you okay?" And I was like, "I was all shook it up," and I looked up and I was like, "I think I fell." I think it was pretty good because I'm really yeah. covered with fire. Yeah, I yeah. yeah. up, <laughs> and then when they transferred me from <laughs> Niagara to Hamilton, they brought me in. And he was like, and it was all bandaged up. And they're like, "Are you okay? Are you okay?" And and I was coming through. And I'm like, "Oh, do you need anything?" And I looked over to the nurse and I put one arm up, and I was like. Brain. <laughs> <laughs> I was It was a much
1: better joke yeah, and I yeah. kind of worked it out in the ambulance. So it's probably like, better oh, if
2: you could see it, too. It's I pretty funny. It, yeah, it <laughs> Did was anybody a, laugh? Or? Oh, yeah. They had a good sense of uh, humor like Nervous laughter.
5: Like,
3: yeah. Oh, well, the see, doctor. the weird
2: thing about being a burn ward, which uh, they don't like to tell you a lot about, but mm. you know, when you, you, you cut yourself, the, um, the, the skin cells are torn apart and they, like, heal back together, right? Yeah. But when you burn the cells sustain like a systemic damage. Mm -hmm. So what will happen is that your body will try to, in the case of a cut, will try to heal the cells. And what it'll do is it just literally applies attention to the cells that have been spread apart and tries to put that tissue back together. What it does in the case of a burn is that it pumps energy and dumps energy into your body trying to repair those individual cells, Mm -hmm. but they may never recover. So you could go three to four days and then just die yeah. because <laughs> your body's putting all this energy in and they just reach a point where it's, they either fix themselves mm-hmm. or the whole nope. cell is, yeah, is fucked, right? Peace. Yeah. 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 Peace drops. <laughs> boom. Yeah. But, uh, but it was rough cause they'd be like, oh, you know, you know, go for a walk. They try to get me cause uh, it turned out like the week before I was in Mexico and I jumped down the Yucatan Peninsula, uh, 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 their uh, provincial building steps yelling lucha libre and I'd almost torn my, uh, oh my God. ankle out of its socket but I mean so anyway I was walking around and pushing like a uh, pushing my uh, you know the bag thing uh, pushing your bag my, 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 pushing my drip and uh, they're like go for a walk you know like try to try to get some exercise and you walk around it's like oh, okay so you walk through the burn ward and it's like okay oh, and then you walk past a room and somebody's screaming because they're dry mm-hmm. heaving because they've given them their morphine, but they don't have enough uh, gravel in it or it has no effect. And so they're just like, bleh, 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 and you walk by another room and there's somebody's grandpa whose entire chest from like an inch below his neckline down to like, this entire serum just looks like burnt charcoal.
3: Yeah.
2: And it's like, you just keep going. It's like all this keeping people kind of alive. And the only thing that kept me going was... It was the sixteen-year-old kid who was in the bed beside me? Who was there because they lit a fire at his school, and he tried to go stomp it out? Guys, he wasn't a part of this at all. <laughs> of course not. But his nylon track pants went up, Aww. and he burned himself right down the fucking crack of his ass, and he had third-degree burns oh on his God. butt cheeks and his ass <laughs> crack. To the point where you had to go in for skip grafts, and that was the only thing that kept me going—not the love of my family, not the love of my friends, but the love of comedy of a man with a burned-up asshole in the bed beside me. That was
4: sixteen-year-old ass crack that yeah.
2: kept me going, but it's one thing that kept me going. This is go to Project Nutri in the UK. To that. But yeah, it was uh, yeah, it was fun. So that's
5: your introduction to your now craft. Is that one Yeah, basically.
2: That... Well, and it was one of those things, it was a an incredible Icarus moment where I flew too close oh, to the oh sun. And I, but no, uh, it just one of those things that like were... It's, it's funny because... I'll we put always, another eye roll we, in there, don't worry. We always <laughs> talk about what we do, right? And about the level of danger and the level of knowing the limits of what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And that that early into my stunt performing career was a big wake-up call for me that like whether I'm doing something with just me who I don't care about or with other people that I am working with is there, there's a a distinct level of danger in what we do Mm -hmm. that even what I considered at the time to be a trivial stunt, you know, could kill you. Yeah. Right. And almost did. Right. And I mean, you know, it's, 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 I don't know, it seems like super, uh, you know, dramatic to say, like, that could have killed me. But it honestly could have killed me. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, or or, or yeah, at, oh, the, yeah. order, at le- the very least blinded me. Yeah.
0: Right.
3: Or,
2: you know, uh, crippled me in a way that I wouldn't be able to. That's why we're stupid, though.
4: Yeah. Because I'm willing to go out and die for your entertainment. Like, literally, <laughs> it's like, well, this could kill me, but it's going to be fucking hilarious. But it was so. one of those things yeah, where yeah. it was a
2: huge wake-up call to what we do where it's like, well, okay, what, what's, what's the priority here? want to make somebody laugh make them laugh is this a hobby or a career Mm. and for you know me at the time I was doing my PhD in physics and I was doing this at the same time and I wasn't going further with either because I was held back by having to do school right? and I was held back by school trying to come up with new show ideas but having to turn down opportunities and it's like well if this is your fucking hobby then why are you almost dying Yeah. Mm. and if you're almost dying is this your fucking career or what are you doing stop fucking around so then, I decided to go and try to do it full time.
0: Yeah, have you? Uh, was that kind of the last fire thing that? You yeah, well, ever I pr-
2: promised my grandma that I wouldn't do yeah. fire anymore. Cause yeah. She came to the hospital, but she's like ninety-one now. Yeah. So I mean, like, There's still <laughs> some still dabbling. Public. Yeah,
4: yeah. <laughs> but as far as show goes, really no. Well, it was neat. that
2: was another big thing that I always said, which was sorry to interrupt you, but it was the. <laughs> I roll again. I roll But it, it, hole, but it was holes. honestly it was one of those things where it was like at that time too, I was really focused on shock oriented performance stuff mm-hmm. where it was like, you know what? Because I was blowing fireballs, like legitimate two story fireballs. Um biggest in the world. Yeah. And it was one of those things where it's like, you know what? Like if I don't if okay, take the fire out of the show. So mm-hmm. now you have to engage people right. and and sort of get them without uh, doing anything that spectacular, and it mm-hmm. turns out they don't care if you don't do that. No, and I mean, and that's the one thing that I can I can attest
0: to because when I remember the first uh, two years ago, I guess was the first time I saw you guys. Um, like you, you get on stage at the college, and your show is twenty to twenty five minutes in before any of the extreme stunts yeah, I mean, happen, happens, yeah. and the kids are they're here. they're, they're, they're you, in the you have them. Hand. Yeah, sorry. Audio <laughs> podcast. You can't see I pointed to my hand. Uh, like you you guys have them from the moment you, you hit the stage because you guys have worked it out so well that it's it's not it's not it's not just it, the stunts though with you guys like no, well, and the you can tell they're almost secondary crafting. at this
4: point. Yeah. Cuz I always say I can watch somebody literally walk on a stage and almost kill themselves and I can walk out and put one mousetrap trap on my tongue and in the, the setup to it it'd be more dramatic get a bigger pop. Than something that's create like life threatening.
0: Yeah,
2: and but I, I mean that's a whole thing too of 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 you know it's kind of all, almost rolls back into the DVD stuff and watching movies and stuff is that like our exposure to doing stuff in front of or I I mean as far as I'm concerned of of the impetus of us going on a stage to entertain people is not to go and do the we didn't grow up seeing all these stunts and seeing all these people right. wanting to do them we grew up seeing Laurel and Hardy, the three stooges, mm-hmm. uh, watching fucking the ghost of Mr. Chicken or Don Knotts who's in the ghost of Mr. Chicken or, <laughs> you know, like watching chickens who are in the ghost of Mr. Mi- but like seeing stuff like that and wanting, or, or watching wrestling and wanting to yeah. create fun and spectacle. Right. And it's like we always said, like, like basically what we do is just trying to be comedians, but our hook is instead of writing, we can get hit in the head a million times. Right. <laughs> and, it's, it's, and it's funny
4: too when you see you know you can go up against kids that are 18 20 doing this and they go and they can kill themselves but it's like can you do 300 shows a year right mm-hmm. it's like no you can't we can go and we do 300 shows a year and sometimes we'll do three or four in a day mm-hmm. which sucks well we had a couple, a couple <laughs> of years ago
2: where we were in we Vancouver did the Edinburgh things. Fringe. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. Vancouver, Vancouver thing. We'll do 50 shows in 20 days or something. Yeah. yeah that hurts. Well, I'm, we a we were fucking, in, um, I'm a fat old man. That hurts. Like, straight <laughs> up. Had, it was 2012. We did the Edinburgh Fringe. And then we did a three-week or something run in London before that. And we did, it was like 54 shows in six weeks or something like that. And away from home. Too, which is, you know, as much as it's it's, it's fun and awesome to tour, mm-hmm. it's like when you're gone from home for, like, almost two months, it's And like, we're
4: sleeping on a floor in an yeah. inflatable air
2: mattress. And, and it's, it's and awesome. No
4: sleep, but at the not same eating time, well, no, not anything else. Yeah.
2: You don't know, have the support of your family. And it's like, that's the great thing about with the two of us. It's like, at least you got a buddy there. And you're like,
3: mm-hmm.
2: you know, you get to do this with your best friend. But at the same time, it's like... I just want to go home and fucking lay in my own bed and have a decent oh. shower. I just yeah, yeah don't straight yeah, up yeah. lay in the shower, have just my just, cat, his hair. I need a fucking
4: shower. <laughs> like, yeah. well, I mean, like size. look at like, the
2: stomach. I want to order a real pizza, Britain. Like and <laughs> <laughs> just sit on the couch. on the <laughs> fucking
4: couch and watch TV is the greatest thing when mm-hmm. she get home.
2: Yeah, well, how long have you, you been doing, doing this for now? Well, but literally since the fire, so almost eleven years, 12 years, twelve years. This show. So it
5: keeps you going through all that.
2: The near, the, <laughs>
5: <necessity>. <laughs> the near death and the the near death and the heart I not want to do anything else.
2: Though. I mean, it's it's funny because it's like I don't know what the show is now, because it's not a sideshow, <laughs> it's not a freak show, it's yeah. not a comedy show, but it's something,
3: mm-hmm.
2: and whatever enter- it is, it's entertaining as fuck. Yeah, and that's as like, what it is. Well, thank you, but that's yeah. it's whatever it is. It's it's entertaining, yeah, and it makes people laugh, and. It's, like, I just love it. I love being on yeah, fucking it's, stage. It's so I love fun. doing this show. We're at a point now where we're so comfortable with it that... It's funny because, you, you know, uh, when I was in the hospital, I was reading uh, that McFoley book about uh, ma- mankind, the Have a Nice Day thing. And I've always taken this from that book, um, which was the, the concept of a, a character, when you're a character on stage... Is just a blown out version of your own personality, and it's not a falsified or mm. a, a fake version. And we've always been very like, you know, if I'm angry that day about something, then I'm angry on stage. If I'm happy that day about something, I'm happy on stage. If we have stuff going on, like that, that's part of the like you said before, the twenty twenty five minutes before getting on stage and doing any stunts is literally just going on, basically doing crowd work or talking about how we got there that day, what we yeah. did, mm-hmm. how it's fun, how it's interesting, whatever. And you 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 deal with that when you're there and you present that to the audience it's like we always
4: find these really character driven shows that yeah. I, I don't buy it like I hate when we'll talk to somebody and say like, oh I gotta get into character it's mm-hmm. like well then your show's yeah. gonna kind of yeah. suck yeah cause it should just be
2: and, and that's you why it, it's and then like you can you. put on a
4: fancy outfit but go just still be it has to be you in some aspect for it to actually work cause if not it's like and it's and a, I'm I, the
2: most comfortable that way I don't want to deal with people on a one to one basis mm. I love the way we deal with them on stage right and the interactions that we have and I mean it's It's the most comfortable I am. It's the happiest I am doing these things. And it's like, it's just pure joy for like, when I have like my, uh, we got these great reviews about uh, how much I laugh at my own jokes. And it's like, you know why, you fucking asshole critics? It's because they're fucking make me laugh and it makes me happy. Yeah. Yeah. I laugh at my own jokes because I'm having fun.
3: Yeah, I'm, yeah, we, I'm we, not we, up
2: there doing a, a verbatim <laughs> script. I'm enjoying myself in a real way that I can't experience in my life off stage, and that's one <laughs> thing we, we watch a
4: lot of buskers. Well, we don't watch; we know a lot, but it's like I don't laugh because that's my beat to laugh in the show. I'll laugh because I, I like what he's doing is fucking hilarious, or something happens really funny. Yeah, I won't go like, oh shit, here we come. What do? You... <laughs> yeah, I laugh because it's actually it's funny. genuine. Yeah, I'm not when gonna...
0: you can tell too. Like as as an audience member, you can like. It, you can tell when, yeah, yeah. And it told, it, when, when you crack it spreads, on right stage. That
2: we, well, that was the thing. When we it's started, legit. When, it's when, a legit when it, crack. When we transferred from me doing that show to me opening for his band to him joining my larger freak show of like seven or eight people to then slowly paring it down to just being the two of us, it was this funny thing where it's like we were immediately comedy in tune. So as soon as we started doing shows together, all I tried to do was make him laugh. Yeah. And then so by just trying to make my buddy laugh on stage, made the show better. Because then you all of a sudden had that thing where everybody's having fun. And if you lose your shit on stage, and the audience Mm -hmm. can understand like a a, a genuine reaction or or an organic reaction to something that shouldn't have happened, right? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, it also keeps it fresh for you and as well because if, well, you, if you're too, just going right? out we're... doing a script every night you're going to get bored
2: and yeah, so if, totally. if you're going out every night I gotta make Pepper laugh tonight
0: it's all, yeah, we, it's, we've done shows yeah, yeah. where, where yeah,
2: I was, went out to introduce him and I ran off stage and then just pissed on the stairway all the way up to <laughs> the side of the stage and he had to walk up to get
3: up
2: on stage <laughs> and I just walk off stage and I, I'm I going to pantomime hilarious. this for the people in the room but not people in uh, <laughs> the podcast land and I was like alright let's jump so we got Sweet Pepper Clown back here Psst. So, he's going to come out right right and walk, gotta walk there, right through, the, through his pit. All right, pit. so, put your hands together. Let's hear sweet pepper <laughs> <beverage. laughs> And then just, but do stuff like that. It's just, it's just fun. Yeah. And why wouldn't you fuck around? Like. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, no. <laughs> I mean, court to push here.
0: Spaghetti. Um. It's peschetti. thank puschetti. you. Peschetti. I apologize. Oh, but so. it is, it's
2: one of those things too. And like, you know, as two guys who are like, <laughs> we're, you know, old. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're, we're old and we're still doing this and it's always one of those things too it's like you know you always hear about performers who are fraught with issues and fraught with problems and mm. this and that and they only deal with things the other way and like you know like Pepper and I are both guys who are kind of prone to depression or negative thoughts right. or whatever and if you have the opportunity to like do these things that are fun and super positive
3: mm-hmm.
2: and do them in front of people yeah like in terms of mental health thing, like it's, mm. yeah, like yeah. it helps me. Like, yeah. It's a, it, you know, it's a cliched thing to say, Oh, it's therapy, but like, it's helpful.
5: I feel like people must ask you a lot. Um, like one, why, why do this? And two, how, but I wonder about the level of fear. Cause I think that that's really at the base of what these people are maybe hesitant about. Like when mm. they picture like, why, you know, why would you do that? They're scared for like, they're picturing themselves putting hooks through their, their face or accidentally lighting themselves on fire well i think so your, like, your,
2: your question about fear is is interesting too on the level of a normal person's personal fear with public performance that is, well right. that so is like well, public yeah. speaking performance a lot of people can't put themselves in the arena being able to do that but then on top of that to be oh why would you do that to yourself yeah, yeah. but is that the question or is it is it their actual way of saying, like, why would you go up there and put yourself out there like that? Yeah. Or is it just actually why would you do that to yourself? I, I don't I, know. Like, it's an interesting <laughs> thing, right? Because there, it, there ele- it's
5: There's so many elements of it. There's pain. Mm-hmm. Number one, the people be, like, I would be scared of the pain. Like, I can't ever imagine putting, like, a mouse trap on my tongue or, like, a hook through a my face. Through or, cheek or... Yeah, but you know what's like, great that. is that
2: it's the fact that, like, when you actually go out there and do that on stage, it's like there's literally no pain because you're just running so with high the adrenaline. with the adrenaline yeah. and put all that stuff. Then the like, real pain comes when you come off stage. Like, my back hurts from standing for that long. <laughs> well, <laughs> Did you
5: ever have that fear, like, like the very first time you were going to do something? Did you ever, like, did it ever cross your mind to be like, whew, like a rush of fear or hesitation?
3: Yeah.
4: Every time we do anything.
2: <laughs> I have more of a fear for it working as a bit.
4: Like, oh, in okay. terms
2: of what we do, uh, we're very, well, I have mentioned a million times maybe now, uh, comedy driven or bit driven right mm-hmm. so i worry more about whatever the stunt we're going to do being funny or working in the context of the joke because sometimes it takes a while for because i for those of people who haven't seen the show which i assume is none of you <laughs> uh, <laughs> is that i do a lot of the talking pepper does a lot of the doing Yeah. (laughs) But between the two of us, like sometimes when I'm doing the pitch, setting up a stunt or having the stunt work, or I worry about fumbling over like a delivery line or like landing the punchline of the joke after that stunt hits or however it works. And I worry more about that than I worry about the physical pain that he has to endure to (laughs) do the stunt. But like the stunts are are I mean in the last twenty years I've probably done literally every stunt between the two of us. I don't really worry about the pain or the fear of that stuff so much anymore. It's just making it work. Because the mm. more we do stuff, the more we come up with, like, bigger ideas, and the logistics of them need to pay out. So, like, we've been working on a bit now. We've been developing for... The new Mousetrap well, Bits, yeah. what? Four weeks? Five weeks? Mm-hmm. Of, like, literally calls every three or four days, drawing diagrams... coming a bit of a, up with a thing, And it's a bit that involves a small amount of magic a bigger stunt setup and not really any pain but the setup the delivery and the pitch of that routine
3: mm-hmm.
2: has become more painstaking and like a fearful thing cuz it's 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 a bit that we can't just go up and say let's try it see if it works then build a the thing around it
0: like the yeah. chef bit
2: yeah, well, the chef bit—that was another one, yeah. right? Where that, that was, was amazing. That yeah. was a lucky. That was lucky bit yeah. like, because we uh, we try to every year we try to put another like a new half hour into the show. Okay. And so the show runs usually anywhere from an hour, ten to two hours, depending on on what the scope of the show is. The first forty-seven to hour and twenty minutes are the same, and then, <laughs> right? so we put a different stuff. But the um, uh, we we put a chef bit in this year which was a bunch of different stunts that we just kind of piecemealed together. We're like, wouldn't it be hilarious if we did a cooking show, right? (laughs) Right? We got chef hats, we got aprons. And then we sat, the night before we did it the first time, we pulled four songs, five old Italian cooking show kind of songs. And then we had the bit, like, paced out in our heads on how to do it. And it totally fucking, first night we did it, it hit.
4: Not practiced anything, just walked up on the stage and... Mm -hmm. This and with a merge
2: pitch in the middle of it, and everything timed out perfectly. It's one of the. It's the only bit that we've ever done, that's been like twenty minutes of music, that's worked out to the bits. Like because we don't. Mm. Uh, I don't think you've ever seen our show, but no, we don't. No, it's too bad. I've seen your we videos. Well, it's, yeah. it's not the <laughs> <laughs> experience, but the uh, but but we don't choreograph stuff. So a lot of it, as Tim can attest, is even if it's the same bits, it yeah. it, it it strays into weird. Oh yeah, marshy bits depending on what's happening, and like a, a a segment that could go ten minutes one night could go twenty minutes the next night could be <laughs> the thirteen minutes one. a night. Oh, oh my god!
0: Was it in Vancouver this year? I mean, you're, the the, you're the you're one on a fucking staple
2: yeah. What was it? Was oh that yeah, the, ours went a lot. The Sheridan uh, September show at uh, no the franchise the
4: franchise and then the uh, the one at uh, was it Victoria? Oh
2: my god, the Victoria the one. Yeah. Yes, that's what you talking about. I think you Victoria, that you're talking about Victoria BC. Yeah. that it was twenty five. It was thirteen people. We were doing because we, so it's been a, a side show <laughs> staple for a long uh, time <laughs> <yes>. oh, <nice. laughs> of people doing. Uh... High five me. That was a good one. Yeah, <laughs> <So, laughs> we, uh, had we a booze there. And we uh, we get our uh, personal assistant to run and get us some. Uh... I don't know if there's any left. Is there, uh, oh, there's whiskey weird. probably.
0: Wait, hey, what's what's this? Oh. What's this in front of us? Did we interrupt your tapped out doers?
2: No, no,
4: I'm fucking Instagramming you guys. Okay, good. Thank you. The, you um, sorry if I interrupted tapped. So out. we
2: we we uh, we do this run at the uh, PNE, the Pacific National Exhibition of Vancouver, every year. Which is, uh, it's pretty fun. They do. They have like a, um, uh, they, they a, theme park there. Yeah. And then we do a three-week run there every year, where uh, we do uh, like a, their haunted attraction, three shows a night for the whole thing. So as time's gone on, we've gotten a, a couple little off dates here and there. Mm-hmm. So this year we had Sunday, Monday's off, or Sunday, Monday, Tuesday off. So we shot over the island, did shows there for one of the runs. We were in Victorian, and Victoria as p- was part <laughs> of the bit, we do a thing where it's always been this. It's, it's a long-running side show thing of you can run up staple gun, five-dollar bill to the guy in the show, right? It's usually yeah, a lot of people do as their blow off, blow off, and carney speak is sort of like the <laughs> thank you is the uh, the idea of like at the end of the show, Boo. you know. It's- You might be in a tent show In the old days You want to see The two-headed kid It's an extra nickel Right So for a a side show It's like maybe You paid five bucks Ten bucks to come in You can come up And staple gun the guy For five bucks Mm -hmm. Ten bucks on the head Or whatever Something awful so and usually, usually it's like you know. Well, we've always had, we abstained yeah. from that for literally ten years. Yes, <laughs> and then a, we have a staple gun routine in our show. Yeah, we've always thought like, <laughs> would, money is dirty. Cards, and I don't want to do the stapling through money. It's it's just a yeah. scumbaggy thing. Guy holding. Do you want to be the guy at the end who's begging for money? And then we did it once, and people <laughs> and fucking run up it. with money. God yeah. damn it, you make that? a lot of Gosh money. Was
5: an improv moment then that you were like, oh, yeah, fuck it, I'm just going to do it. Yeah,
2: and it was an extra like 100 bucks on that show, and which it, doesn't sound like a lot. Two scumbag <laughs> carnies. That's like, <laughs> like a lot of money. It's like an extra hundred bucks. A lot You know things. what you'd make for like yeah. half a day at yeah. a real job? You know what It's like, like <laughs> when we get that, and all we have to do is he just gets perforated a bunch yeah, but you with know like steel, <laughs> and, your real and then, then we job though afterwards. Your real job would take
4: you eight hours. That takes us like ten minutes. Oh yeah.
5: Do both of you get stapled? I feel like it's him. Was it just you? Yeah. Yeah. He's talking on the mic the whole time. Right. I got to handle
2: the whole deal. See, I don't talk yeah.
4: much during the show, because no. I, I have a
3: bad mouth. Okay. I don't know if you
4: noticed, uh, I, I don't think you sworn once, but I, I mm. swear a lot. And uh, I was in a, the, the most obnoxious s- punk band in the world for the last 20 years.
0: I think was the first word that we got on... Yeah. on- I say horrible <laughs> things when I have a microphone in my hand. It's really hard it's just to not rant right now. We started right doing shows, <laughs> the two of us. We were <laughs> in
2: Calgary, and I tossed him the mic... <laughs> And this diatribe of stuff came out of him and it was like and then he was like, he, was like he like literally gave me back the mic and I it was like the proverbial <laughs> passing of the torch because he's what but he's like Pepper's the ultimate front man, right? Like he's yeah. you know he embodies well, the one the thing band, about the show he, there's no
4: there's no lacking of uh, like stage presence. No okay.
2: it's But I mean like Pepper's the ultimate front man, like he's banned for 25 years now. Like you know, he 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 is music. Comes out on stage like he's this guy, and then he was like, <laughs> it was like everyone was like the literal like record screech. I'm and this then, guy, but this guy is apparently and, and an then, asshole. And then They yeah, gave yeah. me back the mic, and it was it was almost the passing of the torch where it's like, I should kind of yeah. you should kind of take care of this now. And then
4: the the next time I grabbed the mic, we were on stage at McMaster, I believe it was, and I told a joke during a nooner and their comedy room, and I said the word cunt. And uh, again, I was like, I shouldn't touch this. <laughs> <laughs> just take the mic, please. It's and just, yeah, I, and
2: anybody who knows me knows that I am not somebody who should be trusted with <laughs> talking to people either. But somehow, he's the lesser of two evils. In well, the yeah. It's weird though, because in the context of your show, all your stuff works, and like, I started doing the sideshow, so somehow my patter works within the scope of that show.
4: Uh, but the best part is, after all, is we're children's entertainers. No, I know. But
2: I don't understand the whole, somehow in the sideshow thing, my stuff works. Well, because you can run out and be an asshole say, hey, you're a bunch of assholes. That's fine. But I'd run out
4: and be like, I hope you all get AIDS mixed with cancer and die in like in some sort tonight. of so <laughs> tonight tonight yeah. the thing is when it's you say but the kids would still love it humanity. but I did it oh, in a yes, loving so way so yeah so like, and I think like,
2: the thing is when you say stuff like that it's, <laughs> it's, in endearing. A lo- it's in a loving way and endearing and when I say that it's because I actually mean it pretty hateful yeah. so because I always hold back from saying how I actually feel about wanting people to die of AIDS <laughs> We got you, kinda. We can edit all this, right? No, <laughs> we no, can I mean, like could. everything except for uh, everything. But Take like, everything else out and just. <laughs> this put is in where this we're starting. Yes, yeah yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna cut that out. And
2: when like the I intro said, music well, is playing, like I, said, I hope you get <laughs> AIDS and die. <laughs> it's like I said. God created <laughs> because he hates <laughs> and wants your <laughs> to rot off. Clearly. <laughs> Otherwise, why Amen. would he make you run that much? Yeah. No one wants to run. <laughs> and it's oh not curing God. anything, guys. Come on. I actually guffawed right curing there. Curing the from your <laughs> Guys, uh, seriously, maybe we should take some of this out.
0: And with that, we are going to call it for this week. Uh, probably an appropriate place to call it with some censorship going on. Uh, if you would like the unedited version of that, you can email me at podcast at That's podcast at Thanks for downloading, everybody. We're going to be back next week. Or actually, you know what? This might come out later this week. So keep... Check him back, Uh Uh, Keep checking on iTunes. Subscribe on iTunes, actually, to the podcast. And give us a five-star rating if you could as well. Uh, It helps other people find the show or share this on social media and uh, tag Murdoch Music Management wherever you share it. Uh, We'll favorite it and follow you. It'll be a good time. Uh, But since this is a Murdoch Music podcast, we're going to play some music. So we're actually going to play some of the legendary Klopex You heard Pepper talking about uh, his old... uh, Obnoxious punk rock band is that he called them. So we're gonna play a legendary Clopack song called "Die You F-ing Die." So here's some uh, legendary Clopacks, and we will see you next time.
1: Die! You fucking die! We all now, piece of shit. I'll tell you why. Your backstabbing, false makes you a prick. A lovely-
0: music podcast theme song was written and performed by alex foster please go check out his band afos and the rude youth on facebook at facebook.com slash afos music that's facebook.com slash afos music